Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. I'm so excited because we are studying this book, which is called What Will Set You Free? From Pain to Passion in Seven Weeks by Reverend uh, Cynthia James, who is a person who's inspired me by how she has stepped into the freedom of her body and life and experience. And I consider her the self-care minister guru of all of uh, New Thought Ministers that I know about. So um, I'm very excited about this week because we're going to be studying connecting the mind with the body. And one thing I love is that she has a story in there in this on week three. And in the story, it says there is a mental me, a physical me, an emotional me, and a spiritual me. And each one of these aspects of me is intelligent and responsive. Each is influenced by the other. And each responds to acts of love. And in the book, she talks about Tina. And I think it's a really great story because she, Tina has this whole week of accidentally hurting her body. And one time she, she went through this series of like every single day she did something just random to her body. You know, she would, she, um, you know, hit her elbow and then tripped and fell and uh, did a bunch of things. And she grabbed her injured her injured limb on one of these experiences and she spoke out loud and she said oh i'm sorry to her limb as if it was a a different ass you know as if it was somebody else oh i'm so sorry i didn't mean to hurt you and what she found was seconds later the pain disappeared and it made me think about this time that i was rollerblading and i was studying this this aspect of the difference between the mind and the body connection while I was rollerblading, not while I was rollerblading, but (laughs) I went rollerblading after I did this little study. And after I was rollerblading, um, I, or during my rollerblading time, I actually slipped on uh, the concrete and I fell on my back, like just straight on my back. And I did this thing where I, acknowledged my body and i said i my i'm okay my body's okay i acknowledge my body i love you body i'm grateful body you're healthy you're well and i was like literally flat out in the middle of the street on on you know you know right in the middle of the street and i realized that i really needed to love my body um just just appreciate it and i got up from falling on my back and nothing was wrong. And I was actually shocked because I'd fallen so hard that the wind was knocked out of me and, and everything worked out really well. (laughs) It was just like, okay, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. And I, I like had loved my body. And now I don't know if I actually wasn't hurt or if something in me that acknowledged my body really shifted, um, the experience of what ended up happening in the end. I don't know. But what I do know is I had done this thing for my body that, that afterwards I felt better. 
And so I thought this was really good whenever she was talking about this in the book, she was talking about committing to loving your body. And that's the first thing I think is really important for us to recognize. So we're talking about freedom. And um, one of the one of the chat questions was, is freedom really a choice? And and the, the idea is we do have a choice to be free, but how it looks might be different. And we may be restricted in ways that we don't really understand because there's been behaviors or ways of being that that have been implanted in us as we've grown up that have actually uh, caused restriction in our life, either consciously or unconsciously. And one way to be free of this, especially within our bodies, is to commit to loving your body. So that was my invitation this week, is that you commit to loving your body. So think about this. Just, just ask yourself this question. How often have I told my body I love it? Or how am I resisting loving my body? And have I ever had an injury or something and told my body how much I loved it and appreciated it? Just think about that. So I'm going to give you a little challenge. Your, your challenge, if you choose to take it this week, is to do something physical every day for this upcoming week. I mean, every single day, starting tomorrow, something physical. And, but here's the easy part. You only need to do it for five minutes, <laughs> ideally 20, but five minutes. Can you commit to five minutes every single day? It's a really small commitment um, and set a timer. And what you will do as a part of your commitment, set a timer. So like what I'll do is I'll set a timer on my phone um, for a time of day that's like really easy to take a break. I don't know, 10 a.m. Maybe yours is 8 a.m noon or something where you just you just commit and what you can do is commit to yoga or walking or stretching or uh anything physical but in it you're going to do this process of loving your body so the next thing that i really wanted to to focus on so first was the idea of 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 doing self-care, of actually physically saying loving things to my body and moving my body, is to ask my body to open up locked areas. So this is really key and important because, uh, you know, Cynthia James talks about having trauma. So she was sexually abused when she was younger and she tells this story in the beginning of the book and she actually didn't remember that this had happened to her she had no idea that this had happened to her she had repressed memories so she didn't know and um in the story in the, in the book she talks about the fact that she really wanted to reconnect with her body because she was finding that when um, there's a couple of times in her life, like she went and did an audition and um, messed up the audition. And as she was walking out, she found out that there was that she was crying, but she actually couldn't feel it. Like she she had this it's called disassociative um, experience where she was separate from her body and she couldn't feel her body. 
And part of this was because of repressed childhood trauma. And so what she did is she decided that she wanted to reconnect with her body and she started doing yoga. And she went to a trainer who specializes in trauma. She ended up experiencing um, a repressed memory during one of her sessions. And, and so she, she, she made, she ex experienced her feelings and she didn't hide the memory. And like I said, she went to a trainer that was specializing in dealing with people with trauma. So the trainer was a physical trainer, you know, somebody you, you just go work out with. And as she experienced what came up in that memory, later that evening, she took a shower and she felt the shower on her body like she had never felt it before. Like it was literally, there was something in her, her brain who, that, had, that had stopped her literally feeling some things. And by processing this, she had experienced a new freedom in her body. So one of the invitations is thinking about Perhaps there are some blockages in our body or uh, ways that our body is um, holding on to emotions. You know, think about this. Do you stuff your emotions? Do you stuff your feelings? I, I mean, I think it's uh, traditional in many, I would say, outside of spiritual community, there is to me, uh, a society that is not welcoming of feelings and emotions. And so as we open up in spiritual spaces, right, to different aspects of our, our beingness, and one of our, our aspects of our beingness is our spiritual and our physical body, that, that it's, it's an invitation to allow ourselves to process emotions and to feel our feelings. This is something I've been personally working out for a while. Um, I actually didn't cry from like, I don't know, uh, for many years, I was, I had repressed crying for some reason. And it took me walking into Center for Spiritual Living before I realized that I was not allowing myself to feel feelings. And what happens when I don't allow myself to feel my feelings is they get stuck in my body and they cause pain and they cause difficulty or sickness. And so one of the invitations this week is to ask your body to open up any blocked areas that you may have. Cynthia James says in the book, your body is like a computer. Everything you've experienced is imprinted in your cells, in your muscles, and in your tissues. Everything. So if you think about that, that ache or that pain could be something that is telling you something. It could be something that is part of maybe a process or an experience that, that hasn't been expressed or felt. And so allow yourself to open up to blocked areas. So here's the second challenge, if you choose to take it. The second challenge is so the first challenge was to do something physical every single day this week and that you only need to do it for five minutes but you need to set the intention before each session to learn about blockages in your body 
So what you would do, you have your five minutes, right? Beforehand, you would say to your body, I, I, I would like it if you would please open me up to any blockage to areas. Allow me to see or feel or understand. My intention is that I'm here to be open and to allow anything to process through me, right? So that's the, that's the second challenge that I have for you. So we're layering it on. So the next thing is the invitation is to pay attention and to notice what you are doing to your body through your thoughts and actions. So our, our thoughts and our feelings have direct impact on our body functions. Like if you feel embarrassed or um, if you feel uh, yeah, like if you when you feel embarrassed, right, your 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 face blushes, right, and that's a thought because something somebody said maybe embarrassed you, or something you did embarrassed you, and your thought about it actually caused a physical response, or you hear a strange sound when you're alone at night, and um, you feel threatened, and so there's all of a sudden there's tension in your body, your your hands sweat, your heart starts pounding fast. And it's just because the, the sound made you think, is there somebody breaking in? Is there something happening? What's, you know, am I safe here? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the cat, you hear the cat. And it was, oh, it was the cat, right? And then everything in the body relaxes, right? But it all had to do with what we were thinking and, and our bodies responding with what our thoughts are. So our, thoughts have a direct impact on what's going on in our body. So one thing that happened to me recently, um, this week, I made a huge mistake, a really big mistake. And I was, um, so the mistake was that we do retreats a lot at <laughs> Center for Spiritual Living Seattle, and I run some and Kathy Ann runs some and, and, um, and it's been kind of on and off because of the pandemic, pandemic mostly off. Um, but we have kind of reserved some dates for the future. And Kathy Ann had reserved a date in September for a potential retreat. And she and I had a conversation about it. And then um, she had decided she's not going to do it. And um, when she decided that she wasn't going to do it, she sent me an email and said, please cancel this, re this, this um, reservation that we had. So it was within the time period. It was supposed to be canceled. That was in April that she sent me this this email. And so I wrote the email. I thought I sent it off and I didn't send it off. And so a couple days ago, I got a notice from the retreat center that says your cancellation time is, is expired. You are going to be charged if you cancel for this um, retreat that's happening in September. And I, I looked at the email and I was like, no, I sent, I sent the cancellation request off. And then I found in my drafts, email box, my email that I had lovingly written off and never sent. Uh, and so then what happened afterwards is really what the most interesting thing was for me is what did I do? Well, I had a little, um, I want to say like a little meltdown, a little freak out <laughs> because the charge was $1,500. Um, and and I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> and, um, and, and I really like, 
I could feel my, I could, I was like separate from my, my body and I could feel my, my blood pressure going up. I was sweating. I was really wondering what was it going to do. And I can't believe I did this. And, um, I started, um, I started going down a rat hole, which is a familiar rat hole because it's um, old behavior. And the old behavior is when I make a mistake, then I beat myself up. And so I started going down this rat hole of what a terrible person I am and how could I have done that? I mean, it's like a human mistake. <laughs> and so I did that for a good two hours. Like it was a real, it was a real time. <laughs> And then all of my training kicked in of like, this is a mistake. Uh, and I, you know, I, people make mistakes and I'm human. And the compassionate side of me opened up. And I had already done the things that I needed to do. I went ahead and I emailed Kathy Ann immediately. As soon as I recognized mistakes, I, I had e emailed Kathy Ann immediately. I told her what happened. Um, I made a call to the retreat center. Uh, and they didn't pick up the phone. So I had left a message at the retreat center. And, um, you know, it, it, so I'd, I kind of, I've taken responsibility for my mistake. I called the retreat center so I could talk to them about it. But I still noticed for two hours, <laughs> I was doing this beat myself up deal. Um, and then what, what happened is I realized that I was create I was on a behavior pattern that I'd had for much of my life. And how was it serving me? <laughs> I really got into that question of like, how is this serving you? Like what happened happened. I made a mistake. I did the responsible things of talking to my, you know, sending a note to my boss, making her aware, calling the retreat center. So I've, I've taken actions. I've taken ownership. I'm not like avoiding. Why do I still feel like it's necessary to continue on this road of being mean to myself. Like, where is that getting me? Where, what's the payoff in that? And so I had an aha of like, I don't need to play this game anymore with myself. I don't, I don't need to, you know, I, I don't need to beat myself up so that nobody else will do it for me. <laughs> I don't need to, and, and I stopped. And I stopped and I just trusted that it's all gonna work out. And, and when I decided to stop, I was able to breathe. I took some deep breaths. I stretched my body. I went for a walk and, and I let it go. I turned it over to the divine. And of course, my other, the other process that I do is when something is occurring, I pray. And I also call my prayer partners, <laughs> which I did. I did all of that. I prayed and I called my prayer partners and I was in peace and centered. And um, two days later, when I was finally able to get a hold of the retreat center, they lovingly and graciously forgave me for my mistake and they didn't charge our center $1,500 um, for canceling. And I was really grateful for that. It could have been either way, it could have been either way. Cause, um, and regardless of the outcome, one of the biggest gifts was me and what I was doing to my body in the whole process and the recognition of like, Here's what I'm doing. I'm stepping back. I'm noticing what's happening and I'm shifting and changing how I'm behaving with myself in this process. So that was a really big aha for me. 
of like, I, I can let that go. I can let that behavior go. So for me, that's in support of my healing. That's a, that's a action. What were my thoughts? What were my actions? What was I doing to support my healing? Because I could have kept doing something that would not, is not sustainable for a healthy, vibrant body. I could have done, I, you know, but I chose to love my body, forgive myself, and to allow myself to actually have peaceful and loving thoughts. And so, so that's, that's the, the third thing is to pay attention and notice what you are doing to your body through your thoughts and actions. So that's a really big key here. Um, and, and I noticed for two hours what I was doing and I still did it. <laughs> until I chose not to. So just like you may notice what you're doing and it may not be helpful. And that might be your noticing. So the third challenge, uh, again, the first the first challenge is to to carve out five minutes every day. Beforehand, you're going to learn about blockages in your body, put the intention, this is me learning about blockages in my body. And then after the movement, what you're going to do is sit down and create a dialogue with your body, with yourself. You can ask yourself questions. Ask yourself, is there something my body wants to support or express to support my healing? Or if I notice tightness and soreness in my body, what is the energy in this particular part of my body want to express? and to write down for a few minutes what's going on in your body. So that's this summary of this chapter, which is what will set you free from pain to passion in seven weeks. This is chapter three, which is about connecting our mind and our bodies. So the, the three challenges for you this week I mean, not the three challenges, but the three points that I want you to, to think about and to do is for one is to commit to loving your body, to love your body when you uh, when you make a mistake or you trip or you hurt it, to love that body part, literally say, I love you, I'm grateful for you. And, and think about the, you know, I'm so grateful hand for all the writing that you do, all the keyboard typing that you do. So, so do practices that actually love your body. Ask your body to open up blocked areas. There may be something that you're holding in your body that you're not even consciously aware of that's restricting your freedom, that's, that's causing you to not be free in some area. It may be restricting movement. It may be causing pain. So ask your body to open up blocked areas. And the third thing is to pay attention and notice what you're doing to your body, your thoughts and actions. So I have an affirmation that's in the book that I'm going to say is my commitment to myself is real. I deserve to be free and experience the total beauty of my body. I tap into my personal power now. And as I say this and affirm this, I affirm it for all of you. And with that, I'm complete. And so it is.